Hey guys, it's Cream, aka Miss Cream of the Crop, and welcome to another episode of Conversations with Cream. And this episode, the fellow black woman entrepreneur, you guys know I'm really big on black women empowerment, women empowerment, but especially black women empowerment. And I'm all about supporting my fellow black women entrepreneurs. So I'm really excited to introduce you guys to Kendra Fulmore. So if you guys are listening to this on the podcast, make sure you head over to my YouTube channel or the station's YouTube channel so you can see how beautiful Kendra is. Um, <laughs> but she's on the line with me right now. So if you could go ahead and introduce yourself to everyone, and then we'll get right into the interview. Greetings, everyone. My name is Kendra Fulmore. I am from Jessup, Georgia, near the Savannah area. Um, okay. I am so happy to be on this show and um, get interviewed by Miss Queen, and I'm ready for the discussion. Yes, yes, let's do it, let's do it. So my understanding is that you are an author, and you have published several books, and you're also an entrepreneur, and before we started the interview, you let me know that you have a new endeavor that you're about to launch, so I'm really excited to talk to you about all of the things that you have going on. I think it's so amazing that um, us women are able to be as multi-talented as we are. And uh, I know that other women out there, they look up to a lot of women that they see doing a lot of things because everyone has a to-do list of things that they want to get into. So the purpose of my interview is to make sure that we inspire and empower other women, especially black women, that will be watching this or listening to this. So let's get into how you even started writing. Like, when did you know you fell in love with writing? So I started writing many ages ago when I was young. I was into poetry, and then I let the pen down in, in about 2018. Um, I started focusing on writing my story in regards to being a college student in Atlanta, Georgia, from a small town. I didn't know anything about the city life, and I endured so many things from a spiritual standpoint as well as real-life experiences, Uh, decision-making, peer pressure. um, It's it's so many things. Um, I'll give you the, uh, the book. I'll give it away. But it's so many things that I faced from almost being a college dropout to... Uh, going through a spiritual battle in regards to God actually trying to show me him, and I ran. I ran from him for so many years um, in regards to being church hurt as well as not wanting the mediocre things in life, um, routinely going to church. life. I was sick of it. I was just tired of church people. I was tired of getting beat with the Bible or whatever uh, many would say. But Sorry. Yes, in 2018, I yeah. focused so on uh, listening to his voice and following things that he told me to do, instructing me to do. The walk isn't easy, of course. We go through many things. There is many temptations, and you just have to keep pushing. Do not give up. Do not give in. So the writing came from my spiritual walk with him and him influencing me in different areas. And the writing continued for a second book. It was a sequel. I had to uh, put the pen on the on the paper when I didn't want to, and I published that, um, self-published that back in 2019 when I didn't think I had another book in me. So now, <laughs> so now I'm focusing on sequel number three, and 
the end of So you're on the you're on your third book now. Third book now. So, so this this is a trilogy yes. of books. So let me just go back a little bit. When you were talking about uh being in church and being beat over the head with the Bible, as a kid who grew up in church, I can empathize with you with that because I went through the same thing. I grew up in um, a non-denominational church, so we had to wear dresses every day, and we couldn't, you know, we couldn't cut our hair. We couldn't wear fingernail polish, and I'm a girly girl, so we couldn't wear lip gloss, none of that stuff, you know. So, you know, as I got older, I was just like, I, I didn't go wild. You know, it's crazy. A lot of people think that church girls go, all church girls go wild. I didn't go wild, but for me, it was more so like. I was moving away from having this big group of people always watching me and trying to control me and who I was and what I wanted to do and who I wanted to be. But as I grew as a woman, I found that balance between my spirituality and actually still being exactly who I am and who I wanted to be. And I realized that um, because when you're younger, you don't really know the difference between church and the people. You know yeah. what I mean? Church yeah. and church. Yeah. So I think as I grew, I realized that church wasn't the people. So I had to take away worrying yeah. about what the people in church were thinking about and yeah. focusing on my spirituality and just me growing as a woman. Yes, because it's all about relationship, and that's what I had to learn. Um, yes. Is so many times where we get caught up in religion, and it's not about religion; it's about relationship. Once you have that experience, you will know. <laughs> you exactly, will know. exactly. Because that's pretty much where I was. It was just like, man, I'm so tired of these people yes. telling me what to do and tell my mom what I'm, you know, making sure that I'm following the way that they want to want me to follow. And it's just like, it's supposed to be my individual relationship. Yes, not. Mm-hmm our relationship it's supposed to be my individual journey and relationship you know and then that time you're finding yourself so you don't want to hear all the other people in your ear because you're focusing on you you're developing as a woman so exactly and I was so young and it was like everyone was giving their testimony in church but they were adults that had already experienced life and it's like you're you're wanting me to worship based on your experiences in life. Yes. You want my my love to be on the level of your love, but I haven't even had a chance to even be brought out of the muck and the mire yet. <laughs> protection. They want to protect us so much, but you, everyone has their own path in life. Your path is going to be different, and that's how you grow, and that's how you learn lessons. And know how to maneuver through things that you face in life. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So can you tell us what the third book is going to be called? So the third book is called What's Next? (laughs) (laughs) You're setting us up. It sounds like you're setting us up for a fourth book. I feel like this is just going to be a continuing series. It may. It depends on the future and what the future holds. (laughs) (laughs) So what made you decide to self-publish your book? Because self-publishing is not an easy feat. But what made you take that route? It's not. I was doing some research on it, and I 
was new to it. So I wanted to see exactly what I can bring to the table and mm-hmm. get a feel for it. And it was a great, it's great. I love it's it. It's been a great experience. Great experience. I love how I can, you know, maneuver some things, change some things around, as well as, you know, put my all into it and illustrate and focus on things that I want for myself in the actual book, the print, the design, everything. Yeah. And it makes you feel so, I'm pretty sure it makes you feel even more of a reward when your book is being purchased and you're getting interviewed because this is your baby. This is what you created from scratch and you continue to create and publish from scratch. So I know it has to be really fulfilling. It's fulfilling. And at times I would get a writer's block. Mm -hmm. It's fulfilling, but it's determination on things that you want to do because there's so many, you know, young girls, boys, older women and younger, I mean, um, older men that go through things and we can all relate. We're here to build one another. So, Going through the fulfillment of publishing and putting it out there is a great feeling, especially when someone, you know, oh, I I understand exactly where you're coming from. We're in it together, so yeah, it, yeah, it's a great feeling. I can I can only imagine. So, um, tell us a little bit about um, well, you talked about writer's block. So, as I said, we want to encourage and empower other young women, men, older women doesn't matter. Um, tell us about your writer's block. So you spoke on that. How did you overcome your writer's block? I took a break for a while. <laughs> Take a <laughs> Stay on task. Um, make goals for yourself and target them. Um, don't push your dreams away. Don't get bogged down in things, you know, that because it's over when you're when you're writing, you go, especially from life experiences, it brings you back to that place. So you're writing from your heart and you're writing from things that you remember. So overcome that and just take it one step at a time, but make sure you finish your task. That's dope. That's a, no, that's really great advice. Really great advice. Because I think that a lot of people, even though we know that everyone has their own lived experiences and there will be people out there that can relate to our lived experiences, I think a lot of times when we're going through something or we feel like we're stuck in a rut, you tend to feel like you're the only one going through that in that moment. So just right. letting people know, like, you're going to have writer's block continue to do all the other things that you can do and when it comes back just start writing again keep writing don't don't give it up just take your time you're not going to finish the entire task and one day if you do powers and kudos to you but just keep striving and keep pushing for your project to be finished because it's going to be something that you're going to be proud of and it's going to help other people you're going to relate and it's the best thing you can do for yourself as well as others Absolutely. So with self-publishing, for people out there that are interested in self-publishing, give them three amazing things about self-publishing and three challenging things about being a self-published author. So three amazing things about self-publishing. You can take your time and put the effort that you want to in it. Um, Secondly, you can focus more so on exactly how you should structure your book, whether paperback, um, hardback, uh, e uh, books, or anything of that nature. Third, uh, self-publishing, um, it helps you open up more doors and tools for your writing um, due to you having different ideas on how to incorporate 
exactly how do you want to publish your next book? Do you want to publish a children's book? Do you want to publish a uh, poetry book? Challenging, three challenging things in self-publishing. Sometimes it can be in regards to um, your timelines. You're not sure exactly when the date is going to be, you know, uh, the publishing date. Uh, in regards to money, sometimes it can be a little tedious in regards to getting all the material prepared to even get your books. Um, and there's different things you can do in regards to, you know, trying to put yourself on a budget. Third challenge in regards to publishing book is um, self-publishing is you don't know sometimes when you're done what next steps to take. So that can be a big issue. You don't know what avenues and channels to really take. So those are the three things. So I appreciate you for sharing those. So when you face those challenges yourself, how did you get yourself out of the, how did you overcome those challenges? Did you go to Google? Did you have someone that mentors you? Like how did you overcome the challenges that you I, faced? I researched and I asked a lot of friends and a lot of family, mm -hmm. those other uh, self-publishing uh, authors exactly what they did. I went to those avenues to help me maneuver and figure my way out. So it helped and it was beneficial and it has really, you know, influenced a lot of things. That's amazing. It's amazing you have that circle. So for you, um, having that circle, having people that you're able to talk to and also doing your research, like how important was that for you um, in actually being on your third book? Like how important was this circle for you and your success? It was very important because it kept me motivated. I was stagnated for a while and I mm -hmm. kind of, you know, lapsed and started writing the second book and just mm -hmm. – took a break because I was I was just like, okay, I don't know really what to do next, but I picked it back up. Once mm -hmm. you start doing things in regards to your book and start speaking, then you become more flowing and everything seems to click and go in place and flow. So um, don't rush anything. Don't push anything more than it needs to be pushed in regards to great intentions. Always make sure that you have the right motive in regards to what you're putting out there and as well as your um, goals and your tasks in regards to publishing and yeah. books. I think that when you said um, being authentic and sticking to your goals and making sure you're putting out the right content, I think that's really important to um, put out there because I think a lot of times people do see what works for some people and don't realize that they may not work for you. And right. there's a difference between, and, and I know people are like, well, what about fiction books? But even if you're writing fiction, it still needs to be something that feels authentic to right. you. Right. You know what I mean? Because yeah. cause your audience yeah. is going to pick up on whether or not you are an authentic writer, whether it be fact or fiction. Yes, they are. And that's what gravitates um, your audience. You have to remember that there's other people reading it. So um, just as you want things to be authentic, be an authentic writer and flow with the Always flow with the pen. Yes, yes. So I know that there's something called, um, is it, is Kendra's Jewels? Is that what it's called? You have your Kendra's Jewels? Publishing. Uh, it's a self-publishing company in regards to me publishing my books. Um, I launched it in 2019 at the second book. Um, and I just have been flowing with it, done a couple of editing um, for a couple of people um, in regards to a little project that they are, you know, considering. So 
that's definitely uh, another business venture as well. <laughs> yes, yes, listen, I'm all for it. I am all for it, sis. Do yes. your thing, sis. That's what I'm listening. Clap. Let me just yes. round of applause. Round of applause. You had to clap for yourself, and I'm clapping with you. So that means that this is another stream of income for you. So other writers can come to you and have you edit their books. Are you also publishing other writers as well, or are you just sticking with editing at the moment? Editing at the moment. In the future, okay. then we will consider publishing. <laughs> You're like, listen, I'm working on my trilogy. I only have time to read through your work and edit it. <laughs> In the future, I'm not throwing it away because it's the joy of, you know, helping others get their books out there and their stories and all their creative thoughts. So uh, it will definitely be in the works in the future. So Yes, yes, I love it. I love it. So you told me earlier that there's another venture that you're about to launch. You're about to launch this other venture. I don't want to give it away. I will allow you to tell everyone what this next venture is. This other stream of income, like, listen, I feel like I'm talking to a millionaires right now. So... Yes, it's coming. Let everyone know. <laughs> so the other business is Queen K's Hair. Um, that business has been something I've been wanting to do for years, and I touched it, but now I'm ready to go ahead and progress in it fully in regards to selling all the wigs, the hair extensions, and all those things in regards to beauty industry. Nice. Um, that I love. Um, I love to go pick out wigs. I love to play in hair. Um, and it's just the beauty of it. So that business venture is off the ground, but it will be in full effect in the next coming months. Yes, that's amazing. So do you have um, anyone that you look up to as far as um, authors? And do you have anyone in the beauty industry that you look up to? Um, in regards to authors, I look up to Oprah Winfrey. Um, her story is so amazing, as well as the different things that she focused on in regards to her entrepreneurship. So mm -hmm. it's all around the board for me. In regards to beauty industry, it's always, always Megan Good. She is so gorgeous. She's just a model whether she say it or not, she's so gorgeous, and she's always been someone that I always have admired her beauty. Yeah, she has the most amazing skin, yeah. like, from the beginning of her career until now. It's like her skin has always been flawless, like, um, with or without makeup, flawless. <laughs> she's always on point, and I love yes. her. She's beautiful. Yeah, she's beautiful. Even though she went through that period where she hated her eyebrows, even with the bad eyebrows, she still looks good. So gorgeous. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's when you know you're beautiful, when you can have horrible a horrible eyebrow, period, yes. but still be the most beautiful woman, on the, one of the most beautiful women on the planet. Like, yes. for most of us, if our brows were jacked up, our whole face would just be yes. over. <laughs> because <laughs> that's how I am I'm really serious about my brows and I'm like this is not it <laughs> take it all off and redo it <laughs> absolutely absolutely and I have and I'm really picky about who I get to 
um, wax my brows or thread my brows. I have really thick brows, but I'm still like, I'm going to the same person. My person's not there. It's like, mm-mm, uh-uh. I'll be back. <laughs> uh-huh. I will be back. So, um, so we have the trilogy of books. We have um, K Jewels Publishing, and then we have the beauty um, brand that you're about to launch. So, are there any other streams of income? that you have your hand in or that you'd like to delve into that we haven't talked about today? Not just yet. Um, Not time, yet. But it may be something in the future. It depends yeah. on how the money flows as well yeah. as my time. <laughs> yes, yes. And I was going to ask you, so time management, I know a lot of people ask me this question all the time. They're like, Cream, how do you manage all this stuff? How do you manage your family, your businesses? All, right. all these things that you do, and I know I have my answer. I'll give my answer after you give your answer. So how do you manage all of this? A schedule and remembering that you have to take sacrifices sometimes. Uh, you just have to know how to maneuver. Um, take it for what it is and keep pushing. Don't give up because it's days where you don't want to do anything. You're like, I want to quit today. I just want to be done. But you have to remember you got to keep pushing. You got to keep going. Just keep going. Keep pressing. And that's how I manage my time. I just yes. keep pressing when I don't want to press and live it up in that moment. Yes. Yes. So. yes. I love that answer. For me, I always tell people that I'm doing what I love. Every yes. single venture that I have, whether it be my merch, whether it be my um, media outlet, whether it be TT Entertainment, I love every single thing that I do. If I don't love it, then I won't do it. And I always tell people, I didn't become an entrepreneur to hate Mondays. Like, I hated Mondays when I worked at Corporate America. And I'm like, I didn't start working for myself to hate Mondays. So I absolutely am doing everything that I'm passionate about. I love conducting interviews with people like you. I love inspiring and empowering and uplifting other women. Like, these are all things that I'm passionate about. So for me, um, and like you, I'm really big on schedules. Like, I have my calendars. I have three planners. I'm one of those planner girls. I have three planners, you know, and when it comes to family, I always just remember that family comes first. And that's another reason why I became an entrepreneur. Like you said, the reason why you self-publish is so that you can manage your own time. And for me, it wasn't, it isn't that difficult for me to incorporate my family because my family comes first. My mental health and wellness comes first. And sometimes you have to remember to schedule times to eat. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have to schedule time. Because there are times where I, I will be like, oh, my God, I didn't even eat yesterday. But I've I've been learning to schedule time, you know, for me to eat. I have even started scheduling little breaks, like, you know, like I have a nine to five, like, okay, from this time to this time, I'm going on break. I'm going to put my phones on silent. And here in Cleveland, you know, the lake is only 10 minutes away. So I go to the lake. I'll go to our river. I go and find stuff, even if I just go walk, you know, go for a walk or go to the museum. Like, that's how I manage my time. But the main thing is, is that I'm doing exactly what I'm passionate about, what I love, and I'm living within my purpose. And I feel like if you're living within your purpose, 
you can get tired, you can feel overwhelmed at times, but if yeah. you're living within your purpose, it just doesn't feel like work. It doesn't. It's fun. Yeah. Yes. It's fun. Yes. Live, so, you know, yeah. Absolutely. And then, like you, when you see your work, the fruition of your work, your hard work and effort come to life, and you see other people enjoying what you're putting out, it makes all of those sleepless nights and days that I forgot to eat yeah. feel even better, and it makes it worth it. It does. It does. It, it brings yeah. us and that smile gives you the strength that you need to keep pushing and keep pressing. So yes, it's definitely that. Yes, absolutely. So for everyone out there that is listening either on the podcast or watching this video, how can they support you with all of your endeavors? Where can they go to find you on social media, your website? Give them everything. Um, in regards to social media, it's very simple on all platforms. It's Kendra Fullmore. And in regards to the website, it's KendraFullmore.com. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So on Kendra Fullmore, we can get your books. Is that where we'll be able to also purchase some of your beauty products purchase. as well? Or are you going to have a different website? Purchase to the hair is queencasehair.com as well as on Instagram, queencasehair. Okay. So. Listen, I'm trying to look, look, I'm trying to help you build up those millions, okay? We got to give them all the websites. <laughs> we have to give them all the social media web hand, I mean, handles because it's all about the dollar. You got you to gotta reward yourself. <laughs> you got to reward yourself. <laughs> So now's the time where I play this game with my um, guest, and it's called This or That. So since you love um, writing and beauty, I'm going to give you three questions. Well, one question that's for writing, one question that's for beauty, and one that's, like, kind of food-related. So the first question that's for writing, um, would you rather have a pen and paper or your iPhone, and laptop? Pen and paper all day. <laughs> it's nothing like pen and paper. At least that's how I feel. <laughs> it just feels like I got it done. <laughs> I, I remember. <laughs> yes, 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 absolutely. So um, for beauty, if you had to choose between hair and lashes, you couldn't have both, either or. <laughs> Which one would you choose? Hair. I need it. I <laughs> you said, look, I can get mascara. I just need my hair. I need it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the food-related question is, this one's easy. Skittles or M&M's and why? M&M's. of peanuts, so it's always going to be m and chocolate, yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Me too. <laughs> absolutely. Well, thank you so much for answering my this or that questions. And I really appreciate you for being my guest today on Conversations with Cream. I'm going to go and check out the website and get a book. I can't wait till the trilogy comes out. When that book is published, make sure you come back on. We can talk about that book. When you launch, when you fully launch everything with your beauty brand, you can come back on. We can talk about that as well. Yeah. But, um, as a, I mean, as, as a big sister to a little sister, I'm very proud of you as a black woman for doing your thing and actually just living within your purpose, 
finding your way back to your spirituality and just getting out there and inspiring and encouraging and empowering other people. So I commend you and I applaud you for that. Thank you. Thank you so much for the time and honor. Just thank you for allowing me to come on the show. Thank you. Oh, you're more than welcome. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Awesome. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>